you, and when I defang the viper, trust me, ain't gonna come from nowhere. Jeff, I already put you out. I don't even know why you're out here right now. Keep on talking. Hey, hey, hey do me a favor. Why don't you act like this is an AA meeting and you shut your mouth while I'm sharing with the group? And Mustafa, you out here, a boy among men. And I'm gonna tell you what. You got lucky at the Rumble, so I know you're gonna come out here and run your mouth about how bad you are. But let me give you a little bit of a reality check. You see, Mustafa, you said that my eyes don't lie. Well, your eyes don't lie either, because last week, they were closed real tight when I put your simple ass to sleep. And AJ, hey man, be honest with me. How's our old girl Wendy doing? Welcome back to the Clark Shoe Wrestling Podcast. It's me, Hafiz, and with me as always is Devin. And we are about to talk about this week and a little bit of last week of WWE Raw and SmackDown, respectively. Uh, it's been a little bit. The last time we talked about WWE it was Backlash. We were recapping the yeah. pay-per-view, you know, talking about our thoughts on the tag team championship matchup and, you know, the uh, the main event and all that. So, you know, the greatest, this is the greatest show. It's <laughs> It's been since then, you know. <laughs> and, uh, you know, lots happened. Lots happened since then. So excited yeah. definitely to, to get into that. Uh, but first, a uh, special shout out to Top Rope Wrestling. Uh, we recently had a crossover episode with the, the team over there. Um, I unfortunately was not able to be there, but I was able to watch it on YouTube and listen to it a little bit too. And man, it made me really wish that I was a part of that. So I'm really yeah. looking forward to, to working with you guys and being a part of the next one in the next crossover, crossover part. Episode. Right, man. Yeah, you know, you know it'll get be better. Fun. You it'll know, be just like a regular DC crossover when we was, uh, you know, in our pre production meeting. <laughs> yeah so you know anyone that watches these dc crossovers right like um usually there's characters that they'll talk about that aren't there but you're like oh you know they're talking about like they'll mention smallville or you know this other character that that's in this other you know show or something and it's like a, a legend or rumor and you're like oh well they maybe you know it'll be cool if they're, if they're in the next one so yeah i kind of feel like that a little bit right now that i'm that character that other character that will get added into the next crossover to kind of expand the universe a little bit more it'll yeah. be fun you know i, it, I never i yeah. wasn't thinking about that until you mentioned it in our when we're talking before the show because like, they have yeah, a guy named bruce by the way shout out shout outs to bruce man you know founder of top of wrestling talk and his mind is just like yours you guys have similar <laughs> wrestling minds think outside the box they're just like, man, I've really thought about that. Like, yeah. oh, shit, Hafiz, you just blew my mind with that whole 3D perspective. You know? <laughs> it's the same way they have, you know, same way Bruce. He's like, we got our guy Hafiz. So I, 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 that's why I can't wait to next crossover episode. It's going to be fun. Yeah, man, I can't wait. I can't wait. We'll, we'll definitely have to put that together for sure. Um, so let's get into this open discussion, a little bit different format that we're going to do basically for this because there's been a lot that's happened. So oh, God, just, um, yeah, just, just. From Raw and SmackDown both, there's just been so much going on. You know, the the women's tag team champion, Sasha and Bayley, you know, have just been on fire. You know, Charlotte Flair has been doing her thing. Drew McIntyre is in a new rivalry, question mark? Uh, Asterisk mark. Let's put an yeah, asterisk mark like, on that. Uh, yeah. I don't know how I feel about this one, but speed we'll see. Speed bump. Just a speed bump. Yeah. You know, you know, it's funny because, you know. We have Drew McIntyre, and like, why are why do Dolph always somehow gets in part Man. of these championship, you know, runs for other for other people like Kofi 
or Seth Rollins. Yep. You know? Yep. <laughs> or, like, I just, I just don't get it. Why use Dolph? You're not proving anything by beating Dolph. And even Drew McIntyre was like, bro, you sure you want to do this? <laughs> you the one that told me. You the one that called me. I'm the Scottish psychopath. I didn't call that myself. Right. You called me that, you bro. You gave me that name. You yep. gave me that name. Are you sure you want to do this? It's like, all right. I'm like, uh, it's your funeral, bro. It's it's your funeral call. Yeah, it's wild. It's it's really something because he's such a great worker. So, yeah, it's yeah. going to be a great match. But you just said it. Like, we know he's going to lose. That's the whole thing. Like, if there yes. was a chance that he could win or if he actually did win one of these, it would be like, okay, you know, finally, that, that makes sense. But to just put him in this, it feels like it's just filler. Like, it in is. anime, you know, there's, there's filler episodes you want to skip because you know it's meaningless. You know, it, it doesn't is. matter. Doesn't this is matter. what this feels like. Yeah. It is completely <laughs> worthless, man. Completely wasting my time right here. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, Dolph is an amazing worker, but we know the we, we know, know the expected what's outcome. Right. We We've do. seen this movie before. We have, you know. Like, maybe you'll change it up, a little remix. Now you have Bobby Roode. But it's going to be the same. It's going to be the same thing. result. Same thing. <laughs> I am not feeling this at all. Like oh. as soon as his music hit, I was like, "Oh, come on, oh, really, man, really, yeah, Dolph, Dolph, really, yeah." You got traded. That's what they got. They got you and Rude for AJ Styles. Come on, yeah. man. That 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 no. Even no. Drew clowned that. He was like two for one special, bro, for the <laughs> yeah, AJ Styles. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, he was no. just clowning you from jump, bro. Yeah, he gave you an out too. He's like, if you want to take it, I'm gonna give you an out. You sure want to do this, though? <laughs> You're gonna give me what I owe <laughs> when I'm due. Yeah, just oh man, yeah. that was that was something. That was something. So I mean, here we are, though. We're we're gonna have this matchup. Uh, it's official for Extreme Rules. Yeah, uh, Drew McIntyre versus Dolph. Drew McIntyre is gonna win. You know, I I I. I it's one of those where I just want to say zero percent chance zero for Dolph percent, because man. I just don't believe it. It's not, not even one percent. I just, come on, really, hundred right. percent confident. Yeah, just, 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 just no way. There's no way. Yes. And I am more and more believing and fearing that come SummerSlam, Brock Lesnar's coming back, oh, and it's yes. going to be Brock and Drew. Oh like, my God, yes. that, that's happening. Yes, the inevitable. You yeah, know, it's that that <laughs> video I cut, that edited, that I that scene, that intro, like the yes. scene from Thanos from yep. uh, Infinity, Infinity War. Wars, yep. where he's just basically setting the table, letting you know what he's all about from mm-hmm. jump. That's what's going to happen. Brock is going to like, I'm going to let you know what's going to happen. It's coming, man. That's uh, the wrath. It's inevitable. It's yes. inevitable. And even Drew, I don't know if I'm sure you probably noticed this by now, but in Drew's Neutron on the sides. It's it's uh, Brock Lesnar's logo, the skull, with a sword going through the head of the skull. I never really noticed that. Yeah, if you look at it, it's the exact Brock Lesnar <laughs> tattoo, the back oh, tattoo, his logo. Yeah. So it shows yeah. up on the two side screens, and then there's a sword going through it, and that's Drew McIntyre's logo. Like, wow. you're just poking the bear at that point, Zero man. Zero like, F's, bro. Yeah. Zero F's, yeah. He'd oh, still be man. clowning. Brock, like, man, I beat this dude in five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Just, you know what's coming. He's not going to let that go. Nah, he ain't letting that slap. Brock, nah, nah. It's, we always, we was always waiting for, you know, even when, uh, when Drew got the, like, that, 
snuck up on him, did the three claymores, and I mm-hmm. thought Brock was going to respond like, oh, man, he's going to whoop his ass. He's going to destroy him. Like, you saw how he always responded to getting attacked. But it never happened. Yep. Like, we just we just got this match, this five-minute match for WrestleMania, and that was the end. But, like, bro, it's, it's coming. Like, the storm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I, oh man, like I said, it's, it's, I'm anticipating it. At the same time, I'm afraid of it, man, because in this rematch, I don't, I don't know, man, that could be the end. That could be the end of this run, at least for a little while until WrestleMania again, probably. But uh, yeah, yeah. or maybe he could be that one, like, you know, Drew just has Brock number because I love the way Drew is being built right yeah. now, bro. Like he kicks out of the out of the finish out of one count. Like you mm-hmm. just come on, man. He does that on a consistent basis. Just it's just so good that he doesn't. He's having a good face run too with the title. He is. He like, is. He's, he's done. He's he's done great as being a face, just being a man in charge of running that show for for Raw, man. And he's, I don't want it to end, bro. Like. Just like you, I do not want to see it to end. No, no. I mean, if somehow, some way, he did pull that off and beat Brock Lesnar again, oh my God, that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. I'd be all for it. I have no problem with Drew McIntyre beating Brock Lesnar again at at SummerSlam. Um, it's just hard to to really wrap my brain around it because it's it's Brock. <laughs> but then again, Seth Rollins beat Brock Lesnar twice, so yeah. you know. Who's to say? I mean, it would make more sense for Drew to do it than Seth, especially given Seth's situation. And Seth was, you know, damn near, you know, near death when he found a way to to pull it up. Yeah. (laughs) So I remember that. Oh, my God. Using that chair as a crutch to walk down the ring, just barely hanging on. Self-defeated speech. He was like, yeah, I'm going to beat Brock Lesnar. (laughs) All right. I'm I'm going going to beat Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. It's like, oh, wow, this, yeah, man, this yeah. is not happening. <laughs> then he did it. <laughs> yeah, then he did it. I'm like, how? He just got destroyed. How, like, Sway? Bro, how? whooped his ass, man. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, that was that was just, I don't know, man. Like, the logic for me, that's one where logic went out the window. It made zero sense. <laughs> this man got F5 on, a, on the stretcher in the back, got destroyed by Brock Lesnar, and then he gets in the match, not a hundred percent, and he beats him clean. What? I just, just yeah, yeah. No. no, no. I was not, like, how? Not, yeah, it's no. not even. He's not even a hundred percent. Barely fifty percent. Yeah, <laughs> come on. No, at that point, I, that that's just that was too much. That was too much. So, but here, I mean, so if if Seth could do that, yeah, Drew McIntyre against Brock Lesnar for the second time at SummerSlam, yeah. I could I could buy that. I could buy Drew McIntyre, especially Drew McIntyre on the run that he's on doing that. Yes. So, definitely. Um, but let's move on from that. Uh, keeping with the open discussion format of this, Sasha Banks and Bailey. Uh, so, these two are on a heck of a run right now. Yes. I mean, tag team champions. They went to NXT, you know, did their thing. You know, Shotzi Damn good Black- match, by the way, too. Yeah, yeah. Shots, Shotzi and, and Tegan Knox, you know, went against them. Great matchup that they had. They came out victorious. Um, they were on SmackDown, you know, when they were. Well, you were saying they were taking notes. There was you. You talk about it because you you got to kick out of it a lot during the, yeah, the, man, the pre-show. It was doing, doing. It was doing a tag team match against uh, Lucha House Party and New Day. So mm-hmm. here you go, like to do comic. To do color co- commentary was uh, the golden role models, as they call them. 
by Sasha Banks and Bailey. So they're over there, you know, they having a color commentary with with uh, with Michael Cole and Corey Graves, and you see Bailey taking notes. She got daily Bailey dough straps. Got both of the titles bothering both her shoulders, just looking <laughs> all super confident, man. And you know, you got Sasha Banks, the brute point with her title, looking super confident as well, man. Just saying like. Why is well, like why is need like why is New Day the greatest wrestling tag team? Like we should be the greatest wrestling tag team. And then Michael Cole saying, "Well, you know," the, or she's saying, "Well, uh, they've been in the game for like ten years or something like that." And she was saying, "Well, like well, our titles haven't been in the game that short, like, but we've been, we're, we're, but we're like the best, you know." That's how Sasha Banks was uh, explaining it. Yeah. Now she she Sasha and Bailey have both been awesome. I mean yeah. they you know just been playing those heel characters, the mean girls, really awesomely. And yeah, that that confidence about their the the greatness of their tag team, I just love it. I love the the swagger they have right oh, now with bro. the belts. And Stupid yeah, swagger. Oh my god! Stupid now, swagger. well, so here's the thing. So <laughs> this week on Raw. Right, so uh, after they they won, they beat the Iconics uh, in a in a tag team championship matchup, yeah. and then you know Sasha's on the mic and she's having a heart to heart with Bailey, saying, you know what, you know, seeing you with the SmackDown title and the tag team championships with you, you know, your your Bailey dose straps, like I got to be honest, I'm I'm feeling a little <laughs> bit jealous, you know. So she's like, you know what, I want a title match, and Bailey's like. What? What, what are you talking about? What do you mean? You want to talk? And Bailey is looking a little concerned. Like, yeah, oh, she's looking at she, her title. She was yeah, like, she knows what's coming. She's like, oh, here we go. <laughs> I knew it. So, you know, Sasha's like, you know, she's playing into it. Yeah, I want a title match. So, right now, I'm officially challenging Asuka. And I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. I like that. I like that swerve. And to be honest, I love Asuka. I love Asuka, and I do not want to see Asuka lose this title. But for a minute there, I did like the image of both Bailey and Sasha Bro. with the SmackDown and Raw and the women's tag team. That looks stupid clean right there. Just both of them just mocking Asuka with both of them got the, the belts. Yeah. You got Bailey with the Raw. I mean, Bailey with the SmackDown and a tag team, and then Sasha carrying the Raw and tag team. They just man, oh, it was it was that great. was a beautiful sight. It was that was a beautiful sight. It was yeah, because Oscar came out there. She's like, oh, you know, you want to challenge me? Like, you're not the boss of me, you know. And then they jumped her, and yeah, Sasha picked up the Raw championship, and she had a tag team title, and they're both celebrating with all four belts. It was it was a man. That was wild. Yeah, I'm <laughs> like, like, you know, kind of want to see this. Yeah, that's what I said. I was like, you know what? That's not a bad look. It, yep. I, I, I don't nothing against nothing against Oscar, man. Yeah, no, and I wouldn't want her to lose the title, but right. if she had to lose the title, if it had to come, it, it had to come at the ball. This bro. way, yeah, I'll take yes, it. <laughs> yes. And then, oh man, you know, yeah, because they they just on fire right now, man. On commentary. When they're on their matches, the matches they had with the Iconics was cool. Even the match they had doing NXT, that was lights out phenomenal, bro. They've just been doing great things. And, you know, you got Sasha Banks who's getting these wins for the tag teams too, man. 
Yeah. Yeah. That, that's a great point. You know, that's something we pointed out. So every, pretty much every tag team championship win that they've had or tag team matchup win that they've had, um, Sasha's been getting the, 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 the pin. Like yeah. she's been doing the bank statement or, you know, submitting them or getting the pinball victory in some way. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's something we didn't miss for sure. I'm sure a lot of fans have noticed that, too. So I've, I love the way that they're building this this story between them because they can come back to this, you know, and Sasha can bring it up, you know, that she's been carrying the team. She's the one getting the victories. <laughs> yeah. Bailey's on the side there. She's getting knocked out or whatever. And, you know, you, you have Sasha putting in the work. So, yeah, I just man, but it, but it's so great for Bailey's character too, just to be on that side of it. Like she's she she's just having so much fun in this role. Right. Like I just love just the little things. I mean, we talked about it the last time where she she was saying, um, you know, all oh, these belts are so heavy, so, so much heavy. gold, and she's just so to heavy. Yeah. Oh my god, man, yeah. this is great. And then even uh, the referee for <laughs> right before the Iconics matchup. The ref accidentally took the SmackDown Championship when he went to raise the belts before the matchup, and Bailey noticed it right away. She's like, "Hey, what are you doing?" And she ripped her belt away from him and gave him the tag team belt. She's like, "Do your job, dummy!" And she just went off and yelled at him. I'm like, "Wow!" Like she's she is totally in this character right now, man. Like that's great. She is doing a damn thing, bro. Most definitely, man. She she her character. Like, I can't believe where she came from, man. She started as, like, this, I don't know about this heel character, this whole mom look yeah. she got. Uh, she's not, she's pretty much being, like, this chicken shit heel. And it really yeah. wasn't w- working for her, man, until she stepped it up in the notch and started becoming this dominant heel. Yep. Now, now, is, now they're knowing that, hey, she's this, you know, longest SmackDown Women's Champion now in the game. One of the four horsemen, which is great. And now she's the double uh, champion, and da- Bailey Dostraps, which is a great title, by the way, man. Yep. So, man, I love that new Monarch. <laughs> yeah, she's killing it. She's yeah. killing it, man. Yeah. Shout out to Bailey. Shout yeah. out to Sasha. Keep yeah. killing it. Um, yeah, man. Love love seeing what they're doing. And I'm I'm looking forward to this matchup for Sasha. I would love to see her win. I feel for Asuka because oh, she's. I want I want her to continue this reign and continue to build on it as well. So that that's going to be an interesting one to watch. Extreme Rules is going to be really interesting for that matchup. Um, well, speaking of Oscar, what you think about that match you had with Charlotte Flair, man? Oh, it was great. It was great to finally see Oscar beat Charlotte. And you know they they tried to sell the shoulder injury to give Charlotte kind of a. a way I, to I clearly stay saw what there was going when she came yeah. out with like the rock tape, you know, yeah. for that segment. I'm like, okay. I, I right, going this. It's right. Cool. Which, it's cool though. It's cool. It's fine. It's, it's fine. Cool. You know, but it's still, hey, it's still a win. It you is. know, Oscar still beat her, yeah. so you know, and I, and I love it. And she tapped. You know, she like tapped. Charlotte Flair tapped out, put her so, over. Yeah. So man, I, that was awesome. That was awesome to see. Great, great win for Oscar. And shout out to Charlotte Flair too for being willing to do that and tapping out and putting over Oscar in that situation. Now, is she? Because the last thing I saw was that she's going to be out until SummerSlam. Um, that there, I'm guessing the reports about that they're saying SummerSlam. They saying right now like a new update after that came out saying possibly possibly next Royal Rumble. Really? Yeah. So is she actually hurt and she's taking some time off? Yeah, she's or? actually she's actually hurt, man. Wow. Like she has a legit injury to take some time off, get some surgery done. Uh, but it was just conflicting reports saying how long she was going to be out. One was saying SummerSlam, the next one was saying Royal Rumble. 
Well, you know what? I mean, I think this is this is a blessing in disguise for her to be able to step away for a little bit. It because is. I, I believe so. You know, there there's some people that were starting to feel like, you know, a little bit tired of seeing so much of Charlotte. Now I'm not one of those people nah, because I've been I enjoying know. what she's been doing. I, I think she's you, been bro. killing it. Me right. You, yeah. Yeah. yeah, just she's killing it. I, if, if she were healthy and she, they kept putting her in main events, she's earned it. Until somebody else is going to step up into that spot, why not? Just give it to the person that's earned it. That's that's my my feeling on that. So you know, but the fact that she is going to be able to step away now, she can you know get the surgery, rest up, take some time away. You know, let some other people see. Let's see. Let's see who can do it. Let's see who can step into that that limelight. You know, on the women's side, like yeah. we just talked about. You know, Bailey and Sasha are killing it. So more of them potentially is what we'll see. And then you know, some of these other stars. You know, maybe they can step up a little bit more. Maybe this is more room for Oscar to grow into. Maybe Nia a little bit more. Um, somebody else, I, Bianca Belair. I'm curious She's what's going on with her. Right. I was just about to mention her, man. Bianca Belair, man. She can yeah. definitely use some spotlight right now. Yeah. Because ever since her debut, where where have she been? She has not been on television, and yeah. you know she's so talented. It just this would be a, the time to to do it because you're you're down one megastar. Mm-hmm. So you know, bring in Bianca and start to build her up. And then also too, uh, Shayna Baszler's been gone off television for a while too. So yeah, I, I don't know what's going on with I her either. But right, you guys got like some strong ladies that's just yeah. sitting on the bench right now. I have no idea why. Main eventers for NXT just not being used, so I don't yeah. know. It's definitely perplexing. <laughs> but then, you know, it's it's unfortunately a, a common theme, right? You know, with the NXT stars that, you know, go over to either Raw or SmackDown. Like, even though it seems like, you know what, there's no way they could F this up. But, but they do. But they find a way, you know? And so with it Shayna, happens. it just feels like they don't know what they want to do with her. Yeah. You know, and now Bianca, I hope that's not the case, too. I, I pray that's not the case, man, because she has, like, some God-given talent. She knows the yes. character. That character is so over with the fans. Yes. And it's so relatable, too, with some of the ladies for the WWE Universe, I think, too, man. So I think it's definitely marketable. marketable. So they're, they're missing out potential big money as well, man. So I don't even know why they have her, like, semi on the shelves. Right. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. So, but speaking of Bianca, let, let's talk about her her better half or the other half, mm. I should say, not better half, but you know uh, the other half of that 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 her her side, which uh, would be the Street Profits. It's part um, of a new stable called Viking <laughs> Viking Profits. Viking Profits. Yes. <laughs> so they finally had their tag team championship matchup. So finally, finally, they did the smart team. thing they did. and had the matchup. Right. So good. Finally had a wrestling match. Out of yes. all this chaos, we had finally, when it came on down to it, it came down to wrestling. <laughs> yes, yes. So, you know, the match itself, I'll say this. I did enjoy the match. And it was, yeah. it was refreshing to mm-hmm. see them just actually wrestling. And it reminded me, oh, wait. They're actually really good when they get in the ring and they have a traditional tag team wrestling match. Like, this is the potential for tag team wrestling. I mean, sure, they had the one spot where they all did cartwheels in the middle of the matchup, and it happened. That's fine. It was fun. But overall, I thought it was a really good tag team matchup. In the end, it was a beautiful five-star frog splash pulled off by Montez Ford. He got high off that, man. Definitely yeah, and off the ropes too. Not off the turnbuckle, but off the ropes. Just yeah. bounced off, man. Like 
gosh. This man's vertical is ridiculous, by the way. Just, just I can't say that enough, man. He's just yeah. such a great athlete. Yeah. So, but yeah, it was it was a beautiful move. Got the finish. They showed respect to each other at the end. And then we had um, who was it that point? It was Andrade and Angel Garza mm. showed up, jumped uh, the tag team champions. Then you had the the Viking Raiders come back and kind of help them out. So it's teasing, you know, uh, Zelina's uh, stable, Zelina's tag team right now, potentially being the next challenger for the Street Profits for the tag team titles. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I like it. I'm all for it. I think it'd be it's a good next feud potentially, maybe a more serious feud uh, for the Street Profits to get you know get a get some more um, I don't know respect, prestige on their it tag does. team title reign. It does man, and hopefully we're done with that silly shit, you know, because yeah. it was it was refreshing, man. When when you saw a, a wrestling match between the Viking Raiders and Street Profits, you're like, wow, wow, this is this is actually kind of nice. This is. Tag team wrestling. This is tag team wrestling, man. Huh? This this is what. This is so simple. We we could. They do exist. (laughs) (laughs) Tag teams. Right. And tag team wrestling does exist in WWE. Interesting. I saw it. I was right there. I saw it. (laughs) Just right there. I touched it. It was real. Yeah. You know. And it was just great to see that, man. Now we get to uh, a next view, which has definitely potential to be lights out crazy with angel garza and andrade man which you know this was this was a great smart move by selena vega you know and, and kayfabe kayfabe wise because now you you kind of saw your tag team or your your business associates falling apart because they're going at each other like all right because over this united states champion well i yeah. need to pivot now so now she pivot towards something they they can fight on the same path tag team championship which is great and then the behind the scenes on like angel garza it's like he getting high praise saying possibly he's the next eddie Gar- eddie guerrero yes. from this yes. man which yes like bro like it's you know you could put this rocket you could put this rocket and just shen- send him all the way to moon from garza yes. now man so it's to get the blessing from vince potential. like that yeah that's crazy it's, yeah eddie guerrero bro Wow, Eddie Guerrero! Wow, hey man, and it's it's funny because on NXT, you know, we saw that. You know, you could mm-hmm. see it from day one in that breakout tournament. Oh, it's like yeah. this dude, yeah, there's something about him. He he's special, juice, bro. right? Yeah, yeah. The way he just when he when he's talking to Charlie Caruso, Charlie <laughs> Caruso's always smitten by him. She like, is smitten, man. She man is. Like, Man, like really hard. Like she can't wait to get to get to the interview with uh, Garza, yeah. like, Angel. <laughs> yep, <laughs> Zelina's always there messing it up for him, man, but you know that girl's a bad spitting that game, bro. That's some strong game he's spitting, bro. I'm like, yep. man, he got some strong game, like Antonio yeah. Banderas strength, strong game <laughs> like that, bro. Like, watch out for him now. Yep. Watch out. <laughs> oh man, so awesome, so awesome. Um, so yeah, that's that's gonna be interesting to see uh, the the continued feud between uh, Zelina's squad. I, I wish they had a tag team name or some kind of like stable name or something, you know? Because mm. they need. I feel like there could be something cool for them. What, what but, you got, man? You can you don't got nothing? No, nah, I don't got anything. I want them to come up with that. I, I feel like you know they could come up with some some cool like just hardcore something. I don't know, but I can't I can't even think of it. But, you know, Angel Andrade for now, you know, I guess we'll go with that. Yeah. Um that team versus the Street Profits. I'm I'm here for it. I think that'll be a good a good matchup and it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um let's jump back to SmackDown. So we had an addition of the Firefly Funhouse. 
So I'm going to jump right into that. Um, now, Bray, so <laughs> it's kind of tough because we we got a glimpse of Bray kind of going back to, he talked about bringing a character back from the dead. Yeah. And we saw that character. And yeah. it's basically Sister Abigail Bray Wyatt, you yes. know, with the dreadlocks and the, the flannel kind of flowery shirt. Mm-hmm. And um, I, when I saw it, I was like, Oh, I, I miss this Bray. Like, I actually miss that version of Bray. But I feel like this version of Bray isn't going to beat Braun. No. Like, I, I just don't see that. So Because I always thought Bray as, you know, that version of Bray was weak because he always got destroyed. Like his... Well, see, I don't see that. So, okay, I'll disagree with that a little bit because mm-hmm. I never thought of that version of, of Bray being weak. I just thought that Vince never really believed in that version of him because he would get wins until it came to like a championship or John Cena. Well, that's you what know, I'm saying. Just, like right. when, when it matters, that's what I'm like, right. I'm, I'm exactly. just going off of history. Like, right. Like, like some old Joe, basically he's solid, like that. When kinda, it came yeah. to getting the, the job done, the result, he always, it always flopped. Like he never could get the gold. He was WWE yeah. champion for like maybe a month before he dropped it again. If that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. He won at that elimination chamber and then right after that lost it. Yep. Exactly, bro. Yep. So yeah. So I see your point there, but yeah, I just like him. He was so charismatic. He had the the crowd singing. He's got the whole world in his hands, you know, and and just the people were eating out of the palm of this man's hands in, in that with that character. So mixed feelings definitely when I saw him, but I do miss that character. But here's my I guess my fear is that mm. Braun is going to beat this this version of Bray, and then it's going to move on to the Fiend. Oh yeah, and. I feel like Braun is just going to beat the Fiend too. <laughs> I just, I really think Braun is going to go because. Well, here's the thing: like, it would be if the Fiend beats Braun, cool. But I just, I don't know that they're ready to take the belt off of Braun. I'm starting to feel like there's a belief in Braun, which I like. I love that for Braun, like the Strowman Express. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm on, man. I, I'll ride like the Strowman Express. I'm with it, man. I'm riding with the Strowman Express. I think you know, full speed ahead, I man. Like Let's the monster go. Among Men, man. That's better. That was a ah, you know. Not oh, you're a, talking with just the moniker, the yeah, moniker, I, yeah, I, yeah, man. I could, I could see that Monster Among Men. I prefer over the Strowman Express, but I do love the the smoke and the steam and all that. I think that that's yeah. that's a cool visual. It's a, it's a, it's a okay change. That's yeah. fine. But I guess what I'm saying. <laughs> Well, here's the thing. Like we've been for years, we've wanted you know Vince and the WWE to be behind Braun Strowman because it just made sense. Like, yeah. look at him; he's he's a monster, like legit. Yeah. It just it's laughable sometimes when he loses these matches because he you look at him, and it's like he's just so dominant. So kudos for them to be behind Braun in this way. But on the flip side, I just fear what this is gonna do to Bray because if I'm right and the WWE is really behind Braun Strowman. And they and he beats the Mister Rogers Bray Wyatt, the you know uh, follow the buzzards Bray Wyatt, and then the Fiend Bray Wyatt. That's it. Like that's the burial of Bray Wyatt. Like, but there's that's, no that's gonna. But that's not gonna happen though, man. I, I think they're just building to him to the Fiend. Like the Fiend is gonna it's gonna get the last say. It's gonna get the belt. Like right now it's gonna. Right now we have Sister Abigail Bray Wyatt. It's going to be a nice build for that. And then Strowman is going to do the Strowman Express on Bray Wyatt, beat him, and set it up for The Fiend. The Fiend is going to take the belt off for SummerSlam. That's what we built. SummerSlam is no more, you know, Strowman Express. It's done. 
No, I don't think so. All right. I think Braun is going to beat him. Okay, man. I think Braun okay, is going to beat him. Okay, you don't see this trajectory. I, no. I clearly see it. I just I see where I they're going like, with this. I feel like they really, they're building. I think Braun is actually, maybe Raw Rumble or maybe all the way to WrestleMania. I could see Braun. Or maybe when Roman Reigns. I think when Roman Reigns returns, Roman is winning the championship. That's what's going to happen. He's Roman Reigns is taking that belt off of whoever's champion at that time. And for I some reason, I don't, I don't see Braun losing that championship during this time. Now, maybe, hey, I, I think for Bray's sake, it would be great if that happened, if he's the one to beat him. But then, I don't know if I want to see the Fiend as champion again either. Like, that... I, I just don't feel like that Fiend character... Because if, it probably felt too... You know, when he got the title, it just it just felt too soon. Well, I just don't think the Fiend cares. Like, why would the Fiend care about being champion? Like, it just it just doesn't well, yeah. fit. There's something yeah. about that that just doesn't work for me. Because you we know, skipped a chapter for that. Uh, we skipped right. the main, like, first he was just starting off taking off these le- legends. And then we go from legends to, all right, I want the belt. How? Right. <laughs> you still got more work to do, brother. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So it just, it just feels like they should just... I almost don't want Bray and Braun to feud anymore. Just just mm. go away from that completely. Interesting. Just have Bray go back to that. Like, you know, going after Legends or, I mean, basically doing what Randy's doing, which we'll talk about him in a oh, second. Man. But, you know, Your going after. Oh, man, yeah, Randy's on one right now, man, which is, hey, I'm, I'm here for it. So uh, Bray, you know, going after certain individuals, you know, like he did with John Cena and breaking them down, you know, and, like, he's he's – I think he's that character is beyond the championship. That's not the focus of that character. That character yeah. is about breaking down certain people and changing them. You know, changing them for the better, or you know, just shining a light on who they really are, or whatever. He like, would actually like probably be the perfect guy to retire the Undertaker. Yeah, if you want to do like more of one a, more one more match, if you want to do that cinematic movie type thing too, and yeah, and just you know deconstruct the Undertaker. Because that's basically what it was for that, yep. you know, uh, that show, the the last ride. It was just a yeah. deconstruction, which was great, by the way. Yeah, of seeing all these layers of the Undertaker, and, and uh, now I finally know what he what he, what he was talking about. I'm gonna bring the, the the unholy Trinity and finally know what that means by now. I thought he was just meaning by the three different characters of the Undertaker, but now nah, he's talking about you know, partially himself, but you know, Mark uh, Galloway too, which was cool. But uh, yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I think that would be a great way to to culminate Undertaker's career, yeah. and I think that that would be a great notch on the belt of the Fiend. You know, like it just that would be cool. And I feel like just at this point, since the Fiend has been champion already, and we did that, and we kind of botched that once, let's just keep the Fiend <laughs> away from the title. Have him do stuff like that under you know go after Undertaker and other legends or other characters that need that change in their in their careers and then, then, then let me ask after you this, a couple then, then who then who if if not the fiend to step up the bronze for the title who else then because uh, i gotta well, be real bro this title is looking less and less like a wwe championship because what aj styles doing right now bro <laughs> i'm like you know yeah. what that's really the real title i got if you want to yeah. call it the 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 championship I'm putting quotation marks by the way people you know for our listeners quotation marks around the the championship of the universe title okay but the real title we know is the IC title bro wow I mean I don't know if I would go 
that far, but I see your point. I see your point because, you know, AJ, you know, this is the house that he built. Like he's, there's so much respect that I have for AJ yes. and what he's accomplished. And Braun, it seems like there's times where I still don't completely in my mind accept him as the guy, as the main champion, even though he should be. You know, he should be the guy. I mean, like I, I just finished like breaking it, though. Yeah, you, you look at Braun, you're like, yeah, this man should be the man, the guy. The, he's the monster among men. You know, it, it makes sense. But there's, like, I mean, he just beat the Miz and Morrison in a handicap match. Like, what? Um, it, it, it's a weird place we're in with Braun right now. Because on one hand, I do believe that Vince and the company right now, I feel like they're behind Braun right now. I really do. But there's a lack of opponents for him besides Bray. You know, the heels. Like, no one can really compare to him on on that SmackDown side. Whereas with with AJ, he's kind of already been there and done that. And, you know, in, 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 in many iterations, whether it be in TNA, in Japan, now in WWE, you know, he's held basically every championship, championship now. Right. Just you know, it's it's he's the man. Like it's it's he's earned that. Braun still has a way to go to earn that kind of respect. Right. You know, and the, the the matches he's have right now. So I I see your point. You know about you know AJ feeling like more of a champion, and Braun does need some I guess some better opponents. Who that would be, I don't know. Like I said, when you know when Roman, because I do I mean Roman will come back one at some point once all of this. You know, with COVID nineteen, you know, we get a vaccine or something. I you know, just fingers crossed that that happens sooner rather than later too for all of us, for all of our sakes. Oh, but yeah. you know, just um, I just I, I feel like Roman that would be a great thing to happen for Braun to be able to have a feud with Roman, do something with him. Um, I don't know, man. That's a that's a that's a great question because there really isn't it's, that competition. Right, it's like nobody's stepping up to, if anybody's stepping up to a championship, it's the IC title. Everybody, like, mm-hmm. AJ Styles got everybody's attention. AJ, you know, uh, Daniel Bryan wants some. Maybe Big E wants some. Shorty G yeah. wants some. Man, it's a plethora of wrestlers that want Drew some of that Drew Gulak is getting a shot. Uh, He's getting this, a shot, bro. Yep. Exactly, yep. man. The way they're just treating this title, they're treating like this title is the most prestige. Look at the aesthetic. Look at the way it looks. It looks better than the Universal Championship. It looks like a, a, a belt of, of of stature that's way better than the Universal Championship, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel you. I mean, I think that, um, you know, the, the Intercontinental Championship right now, you know, with, with Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles, you know, kind of setting the tone for it now with that matchup. And then having AJ being the one holding that belt right now. Yeah, you're right that the, the main belt on that show right now, it does feel like the Intercontinental Championship is, is that higher prestige. And, you know, the Universal Championship, I mean, Braun is awesome, but... Yeah. He needs better people to, to feud with, better people to rival to have rivalries with. And Bray Wyatt, like from a story perspective, it makes a whole lot of sense. But I guess for me, I don't want to see the the fiend be champion. Now, if if they decided, and I don't I do not see this happening, because I've already said I think Braun is gonna win. But if follow the buzzards, Bray Wyatt ended up beating Braun and won the championship, okay, I'd be cool with that because it's kinda like you know, redemption for that character that all the times where he didn't live up to the hype. Now he's, he's champion and, you know, he could do something and, you know, have the fiend as his like demon character, i.e. Right. Finn Balor that, that I would accept. 
Um, but I don't know, man. The Universal Championship is just in a weird spot right now. To your point, you're, you're, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. Yeah, man. It's uh, it's like like you said, man. People are not lining it up to challenge it, and then you got Otis in the in the picture of of the Money in the Bank winner. So I, yeah, God knows what they're gonna do with that. I hope the rumors are not true. Say he's gonna cash in on the WWE tag team uh, <laughs> championship uh, for the SmackDown. I do not. I don't want that to happen. It'll be it's such a waste, bro. Yeah, yeah. I could. I could. I can see it. I can see that happening. It is a waste because money in the bank. I mean, you have an opportunity to be the, you know, universal champion right now or the WWE champion and use it on a tag team titles like that's don't, uh, just don't do that. Yeah. I don't want to see that. Yeah. Okay. It's Otis. He's the winner. Okay, cool. I, I've, I've learned to live with that. That's, that's cool. But you know, just use it smartly, man. If you're going to use it, Use it to get the title, man. Don't use it for something. Hit us with a swerve. I'm like, I'm going to use it for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. Yeah. Yeah, man. I don't know. That's, that's, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see which way they decide <laughs> to go. Because I'm not sure, man. I don't know what they're going to, where they're going to, which way they're going to go with that. Yeah. But, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Oh, um, speaking of tag teams, bro. Yeah. So what do you think of Cesaro and, and Shinsuke, Shinsuke, yeah, becoming somewhat, not becoming somewhat, becoming a tag team again. And then him kicking off like that, you know, passionate promo. Well, I say right after, after he destroyed New Day, he did this, we did Cesaro swing and with the Kinshasa, which was like, oh my God, I couldn't believe what I just saw. Combination, and then he got on the mic and he said, man, eight years, I had enough of this. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like. You're looking at international heavy hitters, you know, last of a dying breed. I was like, wow, mm-hmm. that that really hit home, bro. Yeah, yeah, it did. You know, it was it was cool to see that that passion from Cesaro, Cesaro and Shinsuke. Those two are two of my favorite wrestlers to watch, man. I mean, they're just such great workers in the ring. You know, charismatic guys and in, in in like just just overall just awesome. And for them not to be used in a better way, not to be, you know. Um, Gosh, just just not in the picture at all, really on yeah. on TV. Mm-hmm. It's just so weird, you know. I, I just I don't understand. I mean, but they're not the only ones. There's many other wrestlers that we could say, you know, kind of fit that bill in terms of just you know they're not on television. We just talked about Bianca Blair, for yeah. instance, and Shayna yeah. Baszler. So, yep. you know, it's no surprise that some other wrestlers are, are having that same experience where they're not being used. But yeah, the way the Cesaro came out and he, he said, you know, eight years and last of a dying breed, like, yeah, I, I was like, okay, hopefully fingers crossed. Hopefully this is them getting an opportunity or making an opportunity for themselves to, you know, get that respect to, to get on television. And if they're going to be a tag team and go for the tag team titles, man, I'm for it, man. I think yeah. that'd be great. Yeah. Me too, man. Cause they they can use some shine like man like like you said uh Cesaro and, and Shinsuke they are they're both a heavy hard hitting physical team man and they have that presence and who doesn't like a Cesaro uh Cesaro swing with a Kinshasa remix to that bro that's visually that looks stupid crazy like you can actually hurt someone but it yeah. it, it looked nice though man it looked nice man so i can't wait to see what they do with uh you know, with this tag team. Hopefully they do something with this tag team or just tag teams in general for SmackDown. Yeah. <laughs> Man, so what what else uh caught your caught your eye from these uh, last couple episodes of Raw and SmackDown? 
uh, I, I I would just say the Cesaro for that promo, man, to just to jump back into it again a little bit, cause you know, cause you don't see Cesaro talk a lot. Like you just see him do a lot of lot of lot of physical uh, moves or dom- or he's dominating someone, but not he don't speak a lot. But when he spoke this time, it actually hit home. Cause I know people say, or there's rumors of like Vince McMahon, he thinks his promos can, you know, can get better. But he definitely spoke with passion with that one, man. And uh, I hope that's a start, a promising start for him to get some more speaking time too. If they're gonna do a, a tag team for Cesaro and Shinsuke, I hope more of the speaking will come will come more of uh, Cesaro this time now. Yeah, I think um, you know giving Cesaro a chance to to you know be on the microphone, show more of his character, you know, and the same for Shinsuke, you know, if they decide to do that, to, to give both of them the opportunity to shine a little bit more on the microphone, let their personalities kind of speak to, to all of us and to the WWE universe more. Um, I'd really enjoy that. You know, both of them, again, to me, they're very charismatic uh, characters, you know, so I, I love watching them. I love hearing what they got to say, you know, and just seeing them in the ring is just so entertaining um, just more of them. I just want more of them, you know, whatever they may be, and not just being lackeys because, yes. you know, typically they're, you know, they've been Baron Corbin's, you know, in right. Corbin's crew, you know, they've been with Sami Zayn. Yes. Yeah, it's always yes. with somebody. So exactly. it'd be it'd be nice for them to just like just let them do their thing. You know, if it's as a tag team, cool. If it's in singles, cool. You know, like either way, I'd be fine with it. Just just let them do their thing. So yeah, no, I'm 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 all for it. I'm all for it. Um, I want to talk about the the Randy Orton thing, but I do want to bring up kind of a serious topic because I don't want to completely skip this. So this is this has been on uh, online and on social media like this yeah, whole time, yeah. and I don't want to avoid this nah, this nah. topic. So let's oh, bring boy, it up bro. because yeah, there's 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 it's serious. So oh, yeah, um, so there's been uh, this movement, the speaking out movement by a lot of women in the in the wrestling industry, um, just speaking out against. Um, you know, sexual harassment and sexual assault and uh, different, there's been different allegations levied on a lot of wrestlers uh, across the, the, the different companies, whether it be WWE, you know, AEW, etc. You know, and, and for me, you know, seeing all that, it was really sad uh, seeing all of these allegations and seeing just like one after another, yeah. you know, just all of these wrestlers getting called out about, you know, that these allegations that they've been doing. So, you know, to the women that are coming out, I salute you. I, I am, I want you and I want to hear more women come out and, you know, speak and say what's going on. No woman should, should, it's not okay. What's happening. No woman should feel, you know, ashamed to to not want to come out and think like, oh, you know, I shouldn't do this. Oh, people are going to look at me like I'm just, you know, look, looking for this or looking for money or whatever. No, like, you know, if if something like this is happening, definitely come out, speak out, speak, you know, tell tell us what's going on. Um, they, people should be called out for it. They you know, so I totally support you know, yeah. the movement, the the speaking out movement. And, and I just, I feel my, my heart breaks, you know, hearing each and every story, you know, and some of the wrestlers that come out and say, you know, they're going to go into, you know, uh, counseling or, you know, rehabilitation and do that. And that, that's what it is. But, you know, shame on those that, you know, thought that it was okay to do that at the time to these right. women. It's, it's just, it's not okay. You know, it no one like should you're, be you're like responding that. then, you know, you're reacting instead of just like, all right, if you was truly 
like I get it wrestlers gonna say like man I'm, I'm gonna check myself in but if all right if you knew that was an issue you knew that was a problem if you know you did some growing up you know what you, you would acknowledge it like hey I, yeah. this is what happened in the past I said some things you know that I'm not too proud of but I did a lot of growing up like if you knew you said this man up man up about it and, and say it you know and and I'm just glad that you to you Hafiz you know saying about the speak out movement to all the women who's, who's speaking out about it and you know what it's 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 not about all the women too and some of the men too you know shout out to uh, Keith yeah. Leaf who just tweeted out his story about what happened with him about the whole speaking out movement as well and how he's saying from his point of view it's hard for a man too because you have to put on this being this man or or this big bravado so Shout out to him to to him to, to to share his story about about the speaking out movement as well. Yeah. So just keep sharing your stories. Keep yeah. you know speaking out. You know definitely you your voices deserve to be heard. So please 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 you know continue to to do that because it's it's important. And again, no no person, man or woman, you know should feel like they can't speak on these on these issues and and these things that have happened to you. So um, we're with you. We salute you. So just wanted to to share that message before we moved on uh, further in in the show. Um, you know, so with that said, let's let's continue on. Um, Randy Orton. So we're going to talk about him, yeah, um, and just just the, the the work that he's been doing, um, and this whole storyline with Edge. So it's interesting to me because the matches themselves, I feel like you know when they happen, it's like okay, cool. But I get so interested and intrigued. I feel like more so by the promo work of oh my both God. of these the, these guys. That promo like, work is like. Martin Scorsese, like, oh my god, bro, <laughs> yeah. like, just, just stop it, Edge, you're you're too damn good, bro, just stop it, and and you got Randy, who just takes it to another level as well, who's just doing amazing top level, 100% heel work right now, like, yeah. oh my god, this, you know, I gotta, I gotta give him a hand clap to Randy, he has definitely stepped it up, you know, and it's fitting that, you know, using the greatest wrestling match and then deeming him, himself <laughs> as the greatest wrestler, <laughs> you know, in the business is great. Such a yep. dick move by Randy, bro. <laughs> and he should get presented by no other than Ric Flair, bro. You know, yeah. just to validate it. <laughs> yep. Like, yeah, you know what? He's the greatest wrestler. I'm Ric Flair. Woo, I'm going to validate this, man, which was great. Yeah. Now, one thing I'll say about Rick real quick is yeah. that the way that this was advertised, I thought Rick Flair was going to say the words, Randy Orton is the greatest wrestler ever. Yeah. But what yeah. Rick kept saying was, Randy, for today, Randy is the greatest performer that I've ever seen. <laughs> and I'm like, mm, is Rick in his mind still considering himself the greatest wrestler ever? Like, he just Possibly. is still, you know what I'm Probably saying? Like, like <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, you know what? I, I I respect that though from Rick because you know he he's still he has that confidence he has that bravado he's not you know he's still the dirtiest player in the game you know it, it's Rick so when I was hearing him you know saying this and not clearly saying those words but still trying to give Randy as much respect as he's gonna allow himself to give him I'm like okay all right this is this is Rick being Rick that's fine and Randy gets it too and it's like all right it's cool. So, but then Randy said, "Yes, I am the greatest wrestler ever," and I'm like, "All right, cool, cool." Like that. That was that was funny, but um, yeah, man, just 
Edge and Randy back and forth on this yeah. last episode of Raw was just nuts, man. Like Edge, you know, with the all black background and the ring, ring. you know, in the corner, yeah. the shadows uh, on half of his face. God. You know, he's like, "Thank you, Randy. <laughs> you know, you you woke this up in me. You made me realize, you know, that uh, I've got to find that that something, yes. that dark side. I got to get to that dark side you of me out, again." You brought up the evil, the evil. Yes. Then he said, Such "Yeah." A great but, line. The, the rated R superstar, oh you know, you brought out the rated R <laughs> superstar. I'm like, oh man! And the whole time I kept thinking, the ultimate opportunist, like yes. that version of, yes. of of Edge, like yes, I want to see that. And I'm looking at his face. I'm like, I see it. Yep. I see him in there. Like, oh, this is so cool. So I'm excited for that man. And then when they cut to Randy too. This man, he's just he's just nuts. He's like, I'll do anything to, for my oh, family. Man. I'll do anything. And then he said, you know, um, I'm sure Edge and Christian will go on. I hope they're healthy. I hope they're fine. I think that they'll go on to live very happy lives as long as they stay far, far, far away from me. I was like, whoa. Yes. Whoa. Yes. Oh, my God. Man, they're both. They verbal game was on point, bro. Yeah. It was on point from Randy to to Edge to Edge just saying, oh, my God. He, he, he was saying, like, oh, you brought the evil. Like, I want to thank you, you know. And he was like, I'm actually mad at myself that, you know, I'm kind of mad at you. He was like, I'm not even mad at you that with that low blow. I'm actually mad at myself not being the first one to do it. I'm like, holy shit. Yes, yeah. he's talking about being the Raider R superstar, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, uh, yes, the, the the mega opportunist, man. I cannot wait for this, man. I, I certainly yeah. can't wait. And it was another line he used towards Randy. He was like, you know, you know you're going to go home. You're going to see your kids. And your kids going to look at you. And they're going to know something wrong. And they're going to ask you, like, Dad, is everything right? Is like, everything okay? And you're going to know that, no, everything is not okay. I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. And that seems so real because you're involving the families now. He's, talking about his wife kim he's bringing in that into the whole story i'm like oh man bro this is just oh man you you guys are just gassing me up right now that's all they're doing they're gassing me up to see the to see chapter three of of this of the story rivalry right now they're they're giving they're giving a master class on how to do promos man like these two right here they're going back they're just on another level they're teaching right now yeah lessons Now, another thing that I thought about, too, when I was watching these two, I'm like, okay, when this is over, yeah. I, I feel like, and we were talking about Drew and Brock, and, you know, that makes sense, but I'm also seeing Randy versus Drew. Oh, my God. And, and feeling like, wow, that could be such a great feud, too, for, for Drew McIntyre, because yes. he's gotten, he's getting to the point where he's just building up this 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 uh, prestige for himself. Yes. That maybe Randy will look at him and say, yeah, uh, possible like... Possible legend? Possible legend. Future legend. <laughs> just it add him to the list. he takes the title from him, though, man? Dude, I wouldn't even I be mad it. at that, though. I wouldn't be mad, I no. would, I This be Randy honest, Orton, I, I wouldn't be mad. No, no. I wouldn't be mad. Yes, because mm-hmm. if he said he's like he want to thank Edge for, for putting that fire, for bringing the legend killer yep. back, oh, my yep. God. And yep. now he, if he sees, like... Like yeah, he's just Drew Epic McIntyre. This this is this 
this like the stuff of legend right now, that's, bro. That's WrestleMania, man. That's a WrestleMania <laughs> matchup for real. Because that you know, it's funny, we um before Drew became champion, yeah. when Drew was still technically a heel, he and Randy, it seemed like they were getting ready to have a feud. And we never got that. Oh, yes. you know, be, yep. because it got interrupted, you know? By AJ Styles. And by AJ. Exactly. Right. So this has been kind of lingering mm-hmm. since then. They could bring that up, you know, why Drew had issues with Randy. And then, you know, it was the, the Claymore versus the RKO, yes. which is the more devastating move. And now Drew's champion. And if Randy's fire, if that's, if that's you know, boiling in him again, you know, to, to just want to be this legend killer, want to be that the best version of himself, that would be like the ultimate prize for him to say, yeah, I'm, I'm back, I'm you know. That belt. Yeah. Oh so, oh my God, yes. that that I want that. I mean, I'm telling you, WrestleMania, just go ahead book and book it. Yeah. <laughs> because you know what? Because now he he's beaten, you know, the, on that roadmap to WrestleMania. Now Drew has beaten. We can say he's beaten uh, Brock Lesnar twice now. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's stuff of legends now. Yeah. Oh, oh, man, promo game. I can't man. wait for that. <sighs> when he told Big Show, he's like, "Yeah, Big Show, you're you're great. You're great. You're." You're a legend. The look on his face. Like, like, oh, shit. Oh, I was like, when you said that, I was like, oh, shit. Oh, he's shit, done. Randy. Just, you know, just walk away, Randy. Be, be cool right now at this time. You're going to have yeah. your opportunity to, to, to lay waste. Yeah. <laughs> Man. I mean, and shout out to Big Show. You know, he came out and he was real passionate with yeah. his speech, too. And I was like, all right, this is cool seeing Big Show do this. And, you know, but Randy, Randy really, I mean, he just... He's on another level. He he's on another he's a, level. He's doing some good stuff. I'm like, man, this version of Randy Ashley deserves another title run. And I don't even Does. I don't even be mad if he beat nope. Drew for it. If you get like nope. the right like the right story build, like you said, man, build this for WrestleMania. Yes. Because uh, <laughs> around that time, Edge should be just be coming coming back then, right? Yeah. Yeah, like Edge. Oh gosh, I don't. That'll be interesting because WrestleMania. That's gonna be what, like April ish, like yeah, around April. that time. Usually. We have a lot of time until then, man. I mean, he might go ahead and fight Edge one more time before ne- the next WrestleMania, mm-hmm. and then Edge and Randy will be done, and then Randy can move on, and then maybe Randy. I don't know if he wins the Royal Rumble, but maybe he's one of the final people there again. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, just Randy, just just find a way. There's so many different ways you can do it. Just find a way to build it to Randy versus Drew, because that that is that is a WrestleMania yeah, matchup that's for sure. That's money. Yeah. And then Edge, you know, maybe Edge is he's got another few because you know as as awesome as this has been, and I could watch these two go at it forever, especially with these promos that they've been putting on. But it would be interesting to see, like, okay, who else can Edge have this kind of feud with? Maybe Edge versus Seth. You know, like have something with God. those two. Yes, they have history together. Yeah. I remember when Seth was threatening to break, uh, you know, uh, Edge's neck when John mm-hmm. Cena was coming there to, to save him. He was like, "Stop right there, Cena! You, I'll do it! I'll do it!" Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, man. I just there's there's so much opportunity with those two guys, and to then you know use this momentum that they have in the promos to then let that help guys like Drew and guys like Seth who are already doing great promo work too but now it gives us kind of a new flavor to the kind of promos we'll see you know where they don't have as much history as Edge and Randy do with each other yeah. but 
the stories it's there yeah, it's there and they can build something and it'd be fresh and oh man like i'm 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 here for it I'm here they was on to something right before aj styles got involved and like yeah you know, all right enough of this shit but like no yo you guys was on to something come on mm-hmm. you know like no don't stop there don't tease me like that right right so yeah man i i'm here for it i am here for it all right so yeah, that for me that pretty much hits the the major points from from the shows for for at least Raw and SmackDown. We're going to talk about NXT and AEW here in a little bit, but um, I guess before I guess one other thing um, yeah. I'm seeing on here, I want to I want to mention just shout out to Sonya Deville and Ooh. Mandy Rose yes. um, on SmackDown during um, Miz TV. You know they had a confrontation as well, and I mean really Sonya Deville just. You know, laying into oh Mandy God. Rose, just saying, you know, I'm looking at you and I'm looking at me and I'm looking at you and I'm looking at me and I don't understand why you get all the opportunities you do. Like, I just don't I'm like, I'm damn. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, okay, yeah. Sonia. Yeah. yeah, man. And then the Miz few... and Morrison just instigating, man. Just. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just, it was great, man. It was, it was great it seeing, was. and then you know, Mandy Rose standing up for herself, you know, just 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 being living into this new face character for herself, man, and yeah. it looks good on her. So I really do enjoy, and I'm I'm I want to see these two really get their opportunity in the in the in the sun to be able to just continue to tell the story, get a pay per view matchup, you know, a good billing on the card, and yeah, man, just these are two people who could become superstars. They're they're like right on the cusp. They just need WWE to to give them the, the give this feud the limelight it deserves. So they need to have this matchup on a pay per view. You know, extreme rules would be awesome. Yes. Let them have a hardcore match. Just let them go at it. Let right. them use that's a great idea. Please have them have a hardcore match at extreme rules. Right? <laughs> Shocking, right? What a concept. <laughs> You know, but it would just it fits like this is one of those feuds that yes. it fits that because there's so much bad blood between them. Yes. Like, yeah, they're going to they should just tear it up. Just, you know, you throw everything at each other, even the kitchen sink, like everything. I mean, you know, trash cans, the the, the <laughs> kendo sticks, you know, have it go to the back, have it come back in. Like, I just want them to yeah. just brawl, man. Just go at it. Yeah, yeah they deserve I, I, that. That yeah. what Sonya Deville is doing is nuts, man. Yeah, <laughs> and you know what? And special shout out to to MVP, man. He's he's doing some great work yeah. as a as a manager, man. I'm liking what he's doing with this possible rivalry between Apollo Cruz now. Bobby Lashley is in there, yeah. interjected into this now. So I'm like, this this is a fresh matchup, and these two both can go. You know, Apollo Cruz has a has a power game, and Lashley, you already know what he can do. This dude got mega power, so. You know, it's, yeah. it's looking great for this type of rivalry for this story. MVP has has been awesome. Like yes. this version of MVP. Oh yeah, the manager. You know, for Bobby Lashley, he's he's been great. And then trying to get uh, Apollo, you know, on his side, but then Apollo keeps you know staying true to himself, saying no. You know, I did this without you. You know, and MVP just let him know, like, hey, just know one way or another. That U.S. championship is coming over with me, whether it's with you or whether it's with Bobby or whoever it is. So <laughs> you decide how this happens, but that is coming back over here. Oh, man, you got to love uh, MVP, man. Dude, yeah. he's doing great. Yeah, he's, he's doing talking great records, work. man. Call him Lana a thought. I'm like, oh, my God, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm like, wow, 
we were going there. Yeah, you know, that. He, oh, man. He's a good manager for ending that relationship. Like, bro, lastly, <laughs> move on, man. You saw the issue right here. All right, let's just move on. I'm about to get you on some title matches. Now he's setting up with Paula Cruz. So, you know what? Yep. These manager roles lately has been working great. You got Selena mm-hmm. Vega on one hand, and you got MVP on the, on the other. Yep. Yeah, man. They're, they're killing it. They're both killing it. You know, I mean, Zelina Vega, you know, just putting, you know, these guys in check. Yeah. You know, they, they were having issues with each other, uh, Andrade and Angel. <laughs> and, you know, she just said, hey, go that way. And then he just stopped. Yes, ma'am. Next thing we know, they're on the same page <laughs> right. again. So she, <laughs> she just got it like out that. of them. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Like, nope, just just X day on that. Just whatever feud, whatever beef you have, it's over with. Listen to me now. Yeah. And yeah, man, put him in check. I love it. I love it. And MVP, just, yeah, man, this dude, he's he's conniving. He's he's finding, you know, just, just yeah. manipulative. But also making valid points, too. too, right? Spitting facts, right. <laughs> just, you know, because the, the whole thing with him being, and I didn't know that he's the longest reigning me United neither, States man. champion. I did not know that. I was like, wow. Really? Yeah. Really? Got the fact check. Let's fact check this now, people. Right. So that was, I mean, that was awesome for him to be able to say that, yeah. you know, and say, well, you know, when you become the longest reigning U.S. champion, then maybe we can have a conversation <laughs> or something. You know, I, I love that. Just him using that and saying, I, I did this. Yeah. You've been champion for how long? Three mm-hmm. weeks? Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, that was awesome. That was awesome, man. But. Yeah, just a, it's been a fun week, man. On both Raw and SmackDown, you know, I think both shows have actually been been pretty solid this yeah, week, man. man. One of the better weeks for for wrestling. So on is Smackdown. this better than the Paul Heyman era? Then what you say, Bruce Richard? Does he deserve wow. the credit? This is this is post Paul Heyman now. You got to call it like you see it, man. I, I, I guess. Mean, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> this has been it's been great. Now maybe. You know, Pritchard is just, you know, kind of continuing on with some of the ideas that Paul Heyman started. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, Apollo that and MVP, you know, all these guys, they, they were there with Paul. So when we see them get taken off of TV, then we know, okay, Bruce Pritchard's like, yeah. you know, going a different direction. Exactly. But I was worried about I, I, I was worried about uh, MVP, Lashley, and Apollo Crews. But you see that they got something in, in the works for them. Yeah. Which is which is uh, nice to see. I'm really happy that you know Apollo, you know, especially is is you know fine is is still you know getting the TV time and getting that respect. So that that's good. And and for everybody that that Paul Heyman helped, you know, it's it's nice to see that they didn't just say, okay, let's pull the plug on all this stuff, you know, because we want to go a different direction. Let, let's let's let them get more of an opportunity and see where we can go from from here with all this. So um. Yeah, man, just, uh, just kudos to Pritchard, but also still kudos to Paul because he was a part of what's going on right now, too. So that's where I'll, where I'll stand on that. Um, all right, so, that, yeah, that that's pretty much it, man. Any final thoughts before we call this one an episode? I would, we just had a lot to dissect, man. So I guess we cover <laughs> all the, the main plots, right? And, and some of the yep. side subplots, sub-stories of it, right? You know, Apollo Yeah, Cruz. I mean, we skipped the, the Curious Hour and the Ninjas. Oh, well. Hey. <laughs> oh my god the ninja <laughs> i don't know what's i mean congrats i guess so, well he, he has his new... own faction now so tozawa has his ninja faction like he has legit faction right right i guess so he's I, the leader because he's the champ he's the 24 7 champ now he's so. the 24 7 champ 
the look on his face too when he won that was was classic. I will say <laughs> that was it was pretty hilarious. I don't know where this this uh, comedic side of Tozawa came from, but you know what? Hey, let him run with it as long as he's cool with it. That's wow. it. So. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I guess, bro. I guess. Yeah, you know, we didn't yeah. know what we didn't really. We just kind of softly touched on what Seth Rollins is doing right now. Oh yeah, with uh, with Rey Mysterio yeah. and all that. Yeah, I mean Seth Rollins is doing great work. Um, you know him and oh, gosh, this whole storyline has been has been pretty interesting. <laughs> I mean, so how did it start off with this? Basically, uh, Dominic and Rey Mysterio they were in the ring, and Rey Mysterio was telling Dominic uh, like, "Hey, you know, even though you, you you've grown, you know, you're still my child." And you know, when I couldn't get a hold of you on the phone, you know, it, it, I was scared. Moms were scared. And, yeah. you know, yeah, I wasn't thinking you were going to come out of that okay. Three-on-one situations don't usually work out, but you did. <laughs> um, but let me handle this my way. And then uh, Dominic was like, I can't do that. Nope. So Seth Rollins, come on out here, you know, and, and we're going to show you what family's all about. Mm-hmm. So Seth comes out and he's saying, look, I can't decide. If I want to destroy you in front of your son, or if I'm gonna make Dominic a sacrifice and make you watch, like I just I can't decide on which one. Um, but then he's like, you know what? This is fate. You know, I'm gonna just yeah. let fate decide. <laughs> so you know, then his guys come uh, come out. Um, you know, we had them show up. It was uh, uh, Murphy and um, Awesome Theory. Oh man, All Day Theory. Thank yeah. you, Awesome Theory. Uh, they come out, and then you know it looks like they're they're about to get jumped. But then Umberto Carrillo yep. um, comes out as well as Alistair Black, yeah. and they help out the Mysterios. And the then, same. right, and then then it looked like Seth Rollins was going to be the one that was going to turn into a sacrifice. You know, yeah. they were dragging him over the steps, and I was like, oh wow, <laughs> this is this is crazy. He was like, oh so, god, no, no, oh right. god, no. I was like, oh shit, here you go, take like, your own medicine, Seth. This is what you right. started. <laughs> Right. Reap what you sow. Yeah. But then, you know, you had uh, Buddy and Austin. They, you know, helped him out. And then they then all of a sudden it was Seth yeah. who had Dominic. Oh, man. And he was this close. He was super <laughs> close to putting Dominic in, the, in those same steel steps. And they were holding uh, down Rey Mysterio, making him watch. I'm like, oh, oh this is this is hard to watch. It is. Like, it is. like I, I, I feel uncomfortable. I was just about to say that. A little uncomfortable right there to watch, bro. A little squeamish. You know, like, yeah. Uh, Come on, Seth. You're making this like you're really into this now. Right. <laughs> so, you know, but then, you know, you had Umberto and Alistair again come back, come uh, in with the save. And so, you know, they, they were able to stop it from happening. Um, but, yeah, man, it was it was intense. They, like I said, everybody here involved in this is doing a great job. Yeah. Um, you know, Ray as being the, the father that, you know, he cares about his son. You know, the pride of the Mysterio family is on his shoulders, and yeah. he's, he's trying to, you know, fight for his, his, his family pride and, and as well for his own uh, livelihood that Seth Rollins tried to take away. Seth just living into this whole Messiah mystique, man. Like, he, this, he was born to play this character, yeah, he's man. Drinking, like, he's, he's drinking the Kool-Aid, bro. He's definitely drinking the Kool-Aid. My goodness. <laughs> this dude just... It, it, this is him. It, this it is. is just him, man. I, I, I love it. it I'm is. really enjoying this. You so. know, he was like, I didn't choose me. You know, fate decided. Fate. <laughs> man, I didn't choose to be the Monday Night Messiah. Just like you didn't choose to be a sacrifice. But right. fate <laughs> is what made this happen. Like, oh, boy. this Yeah, he's yeah. he's on one, man. Yeah. But it's, it's entertaining. I, I've definitely been enjoying the story, man. It's been very refreshing how Seth 
you know, bounce back from the loss of Drew. And now he's focusing his attention on Ray. Now you have this Ray and Seth dynamic rivalry and Dominic is is injected now. And now the question mark is can or will Seth convert Dominic? And then Ooh. now he'll be part of the Seth disciple uh, faction, <laughs> which will be a great way to complete this goddamn story now. <laughs> <laughs> If he did that, man, I don't know what I would do. That would be that would be nuts. I, 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 I have a hard time seeing that. But wow, if Dominic joined that faction, that I, my mind would be blown. That would be crazy. Maybe he'll that kidnap him, man. Spend like a couple of three days. It's like that Joker movie, The Joker Returns yeah. of Batman Beyond. And I, I say that's like low key one of my favorite animated movies about the Batman, by the way. But it is a telling story. Wait, which one? Uh, Batman Beyond, uh, the Return of the Joker. When the, okay. Yeah, when the Joker. Have you ever watched this? Oh movie? yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. I'm I saw like, that. Hold on, when one get... of the Robins right. became. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, before I continue, I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> no, I've seen it. I've seen it. <laughs> All right. I mean, it's kind of like um, Under the Red Hood a little bit, but the Batman Beyond version. Yeah, yeah. Because the same thing, Joker, you know, tormented um, Jason Todd. Yeah. That, that one's my favorite. Yeah. That's my favorite Batman animated or Batman story, period. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, this one, well, this is when he actually tortured, he kidnapped Tim Drake and he tortured him for like, I don't know, he was gone for a few weeks or so. Batman finally find him, but he's all messed up. He's like Joker Jr. now. So he's, he's, you know, he's a broken man. So I feel like can Seth deliver on this now for Ray Mysterio's son? This is this will be man. great. This will be this won't be the second time Ray, you know, Dominic being the storyline. <laughs> that yeah, that would be that would be wild if all of a sudden Dominic revealed that he's just like, you know, I, I, one of the disciples of Seth Rollins. Like, oh man, that would be crazy. That'd be heartbreaking. I was just to right see Ray Don't face. you see? I am. I am the sacrifice for the family, not you. <laughs> wow. That would be intense. Like, I, literally, I, I would I would stop thinking about this as, as just wrestling. I'd just be like, oh, no, Dominic. Yes. No, like, I would, it would be heartbreaking to see that happen with Dominic. Uh-huh. Wow. And just to see, Ray, like, those tears on Rey Mysterio's face, man, those are going to be real. Like, that's just going to be. Because he's going to, yeah, he's, he's going to bring that oh, out. Man. And then Seth Rollins actually teased it before. He was like, I'm going to convert your son. So I'm thinking, oh, man, I'm, I'm kind of reading between the lines. I'm like, this would be, oh, God damn it, this would be good if he was able to do this. If you if he Turns was the. His father. Yes, wow. Commit yeah. to that and, and do what he said he was going to do. Yeah. Convert Dominic. Be one of his disciples now. It'd be compelling, man. Yeah. That'd be some. If you're gonna learn, TV you're gonna learn right from there. Seth Rollins. You're gonna learn from one of the best. Oh yeah, you know, oh, yeah. still in that developmental role. So why not be part of a faction? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, man. Wow. I never would have thought that would have been his way into you know wrestling or just being a regular member of the of the of the the team. You know, basically being a heel and turning on his father yeah. and then joining Seth's faction. That's that's interesting. Hey, it could happen. It could, it could happen. This is WWE. You know, we've seen hey. family strife before, so you know, so, yeah. why not with Dominic and Ray? That would be that'd be intense. That would be intense. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Um 
Gosh, yeah. So, so with this, I mean, this storyline, you know, Seth Rollins, you know, doing his thing. Yeah. Um, we'll see. They haven't announced an official matchup, but we're we got a bet. It's going to be Seth versus Rey Mysterio. Oh yeah, with Dominic okay. there in attendance. Extreme sure. rules match, right? Yeah. Extreme. That's happening. That's it's going to be extreme, right? It's going to be extreme. It better be. <laughs> it better be some kind of cage. Uh, you know, set something on fire like one of these kind of matches, man. Fight some type of match. It, it has to be. Yeah. It has to be. And I, we need some thumbtacks. We need. We need something. Fire extinguisher. <laughs> Bring it all. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, man. Thank you for for remembering that one because that was that was a big moment. I definitely am glad that we got to we got to go over that one. I just want to make sure that there's nothing else um, in terms of the major things that happened on the I think show. That covers it. That right? Yeah, that covers I'm it. Yep, we, Iconics. You know, they didn't win, and we talked about Sasha. Yep. Um, challenging Oscar, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's pretty much that's it. it. That's sir. pretty much it. So, yeah, man, I guess um, again, er, very entertaining. A uh, couple of episodes of Raw and SmackDown. They they are building momentum. Uh, I'm getting excited for Extreme Rules. More excited than I was for Backlash. So, really for looking forward to that. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it's crazy. It's crazy. It looks like we're, we may have some. We're going some extreme. Re- we're going to do, and they haven't come up with some goofy catchphrase. Like, okay, you know, say we're on now. the right track. Let's give, give Michael Cole some time. By Friday, we'll <laughs> have something. That's exactly what I was going to say. Just, Michael Cole just needs a little bit more time to come up with something. It does. Well, we'll have it's it. Extreme time. <laughs> oh man, we're going extreme. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, Devin. Tell the people where they can hear us. Oh, yeah, all the time. So, hey, so if you want to check us out, you can check us out always on Facebook. Hit that like button. Hit that follow button, too, so you can stay updated, notified when we're getting ready to drop some uh, new episodes and nuggets and tidbits as well. Always on Instagram. And we're on TikTok as well. We're growing fast. I think we're all about we're around about 70 followers and we kicked off this tiktok page about a week and a half ago so it's growing massively so thanks everybody who's checking out our videos hitting the like button hearting it hitting the comment i appreciate it once again that the click uh the tiktok name is clark underscore street underscore wrestling that is the same as our instagram uh, handler page so you can definitely hit the same one as well hit the follow button stay updated and we got Twitter, always active on Twitter, which we're most active on. That would be Clark underscore wrestling. Always uh, hit that hit that follow button, too. Make sure you find us. Hit that follow button. And you can always listen to us, always on the most popular app. If you're on it, if you got Anchor, if you got Spotify, if you got a Google, got the Google Podcast, any platform, just search for Clark Street Wrestling. We got over 120 episodes. The library is stacked with some goodness. All right, and it's just for your listening pleasure. And with that said, that is going to do it for this week's episode. For Devin, I'm Hafiz. We'll catch you guys next time. Peace. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast.